0: Everybody, there's a smell in the air, and for once, it's not our toes, but we'll get into that in (laughs) a (laughs) second. But we'll get into that in a second. (laughs) Welcome to Toe to Toe to Toe. I'm your host, Kyle Stolov, and with me as always is...
1: The grossed out Michelle Cohen. (laughs) And Allie Trachtenberg.
0: In this pod, we spend each episode, the three of us going toe to toe to toe, ranking different key areas of life. Mustard varieties, songs off of Taylor's Red Deluxe Edition album, and best aged hardwood floors to slide on with socks. And maybe once in a while, we'll get through all of that to something of consequence. And this episode in particular, we'll be ranking where to go when you got to go to the toilet. But first, before we jump into that ranking segment, we like to start off each and every week with our on our podcast with tip of the toe. This is where one of us gives a trivial thought or observation that's been on the tip of our toe for the whole week, shares it with the class, and, and we discuss. So, Allie, what's on the tip of your toe?
2: Well, Kyle... On the tip of my toe this week, I've recently purchased a planner, and I'm realizing that every planner I've ever purchased has been an 18-month planner. It goes from, like, July to December of the following year, and I, like, what? <laughs> I only need one planner for the year. I always end up throwing out six months of a planner.
1: Why do they do this? So your planners usually start with July. I would assume that an 18-month planner would start with January and go until like June of the next year. Hmm. (laughs) I didn't look at
2: it, actually. (laughs) But that's also possible. Either way, I'm going to finish my year and then I'm going to want a new planner. I mean... Why do they do this?
0: I think the answer here is pretty obvious. It's because people that have planners are actually bad at planning things so it's going to take you time to get your next planner after this one so they give you a few extra months to uh buy a planner
2: think of how much paper slash money these planner companies are wasting by doing this get your goddamn planner Before the end of the year, you know you're going to need one next year. You start planning. (laughs) We're just enabling people to be lazy and do things late. And I don't drive with that.
1: I think they're giving them grace and (laughs) patience (laughs) and allowing them to ease into the new year where there might be a lot of other things in their mind. And right now what they need to focus on is those other things. And then in a couple of months, they can be like, oh, I need a new planner. I would like to talk about, though, the fact that this does have a com- compounding effect where if you use all the planners all the way through, then like you need the alternating 18 months. If you use your planner from January to June, you do need a July to December planner. And then you're just like constantly off. And like, I don't know how that works in the planner but world.
2: But no one ever does that. No one is planning out their planner life to perfectly match with, like, the previous year. No one's doing that. You're just wasting paper.
0: I'm just going to say, if we're going to talk about wasting paper, the entire industrial planner industry is a waste of paper. (laughs) I mean, one, the internet. But two, we know that of all these planners sold, 5% of them are being used. If not not true. If not less. If not less.
1: No you're so cynical okay no, okay i would say
0: even <laughs> if people are using them some people how many people do you think use them to 100 completion they're using every page so even if it was a 365 day planner there still would be a large large group of people that were not using every page and thus wasting paper still
2: but we're making the problem worse with this 18 month planner situation michelle i challenge you for the rest of your life
0: what is happening
2: to use 18 month planners and like get one that starts in and only use two planners over three years for the
1: rest of your life okay i would just like to say do you accept my challenge (laughs) no i don't i'm not prepared to sign up for a lifelong challenge on this podcast (laughs) I also have never used an 18-month planner. I've always just found year-long planners, 12-month planners. I don't know this is as big of a problem as you're making it out to me. Maybe it's just these like two brands that I like, but it's <laughs> still
2: too many.
0: Yeah, Allie, how long did you really spend taking the time to find the planner that was right for you? Because it sort of seems like you're complaining about the product that you purchased for yourself.
2: Okay, so here... Whoa, okay. Here's <laughs> the thing. <laughs> Is that the most important parts of the planner? Are number one the layout. That's going to be yeah my yes. first priority is the layout. Next priority the cover. It's got to be pretty. I gotta like it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, this like how many months it is is not even on my priority list. <laughs> it, it just makes me angry that it's a factor.
0: I don't. If it's provoking such a strong emotional reaction, you might want to reconsider your priorities. That's all I'm going to say. But it seems like we all have some pretty intense feelings about planners, and maybe we can plan to revisit this at a future point in time.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> listen, 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 I'm trying here, all right?
2: All I'm saying is that it was on the tip of my toe. It's gotten blown up, as things usually do. But you know, that's what's on the tip of my toe this week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Yeah,
0: Allie, thanks for showing us the tip of your toe.
1: You're welcome. (laughs) Ranking things, toe to toe to toe.
0: All right, we're going to move into our next segment on this pod and every pod our ranking segment. Each week we pick a topic, the ranking's progressive, we introduce the items one at a time, ranking them amongst the list of items already ranked. And the criteria for ranking, it's sort of whatever we feel like. We're going to be ranking seven items today. And the topic is places to go when you've got to go. Allie, do you want to break down this topic and sort of why we picked it and thought it was worthy of discussion?
2: Okay, well, bathrooms are the most interesting topic that any podcaster (laughs) could discuss. So naturally, this had to be an episode. We will be discussing, you know, whether you're out and about. You're on a long drive, you're at an event. What are the best and worst bathrooms? This is something that is constantly on all of your minds as a person in the world. Where are you gonna be next? Everybody poops. Everybody knows that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is Where are you gonna go? This is an episode we've wanted to do since the beginning, but we knew that we weren't ready. We knew we needed to build our skills before we (laughs) tackled this. I would say this is the first podcast that we're going to do that's legitimately going to help people. This is an anxiety (laughs) that everyone has. Everyone is constantly worried about where they're going to go. And we're going to definitively answer that question for you today. All right. Everybody ready?
2: We're doing God's work here.
1: (laughs) Buckle up.
0: (laughs) All right. <laughs> our first toilet <laughs> Oh my god. Uh is the porta potty at a festival toilet. Uh for our example we'll specifically be using uh porta potties at the Brugaloo Beer Festival in Raleigh, North Carolina, hosted annually. But you can imagine <laughs> your favorite festival porta potty toilet.
2: This is just our favorite festival
1: porta potty <laughs> toilet. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe it's yours. I have some some negative thoughts about it, but if you want to start us off on a positive note, you can. Oh, I have lots of positive notes. Thank you. If you're at a festival, you're
2: hopefully drunk. <laughs> Therefore, you don't care, really, what's going on with the toilet situation. You just it's just something you got to deal with. Ego pee, NBD. I like looking back on it. It was gross, but in the moment, I didn't care and I was actually Happy.
1: I think one of the most important things a festival porta potty could offer you is its speed. Mm. That you don't have to wait in line for that long. Mm. And often you still do.
2: Okay. It depends what kind of festival you're at, because in our example of the Brugaloo Beer Festival, there was nothing to do at this festival other than stand there and drink beer, which was great. Loved it. But who cares where are you standing? in the street in a random spot or are you standing in a line for the bathroom are you with your friends either way you are okay
1: <laughs> a great experience regardless okay okay that's true that's true they can also be plopped down anywhere which makes them great for a festival mm-hmm. but uh i also i'm constantly worried about whether well, there's gonna be toilet paper inside of a porta potty just shake it off what if it can't be <laughs> shaken <Yeah>. off <laughs> You
0: know the festival porta potty, it's a workhorse. <laughs> you know it sees high traffic, high volume, and I think it holds up remarkably well under that sort of stress and strain. So I think that's one of the key factors we need to think about when uh, analyzing this toilet. I also don't know if we should blame the toilet for the mismanagement of resources by individuals hosting events. <laughs> yes, there might there should maybe be more festival porta potties. But we're not claiming, right, that they should be building multiple bathroom facilities because that would be ridiculous. So the porta potty is still the number one solution. We just need more. You know, we just need more. (laughs) Especially if your event is uh, ingesting liquids. Maybe stock up (laughs) on some bathrooms. But yeah, they're disgusting in general. Uh, They smell bad. And then you have to bring your own hand sanitizer. Clearly, these are not good toilets for our current moment in time.
1: Yes, we aren't talking about toilets you should use in public during a pandemic. We're just talking about in a normal situation.
0: Yeah. So in general, eh. Um, also, I just want to follow up on that. We're not going to be ranking your home toilet because it would obviously be number one. So it's off the table. Don't even think about it. (laughs) Allie, any last thoughts before we put it to bed?
2: Yes. (laughs) Two thoughts, actually. One. The line to the porta potty creates camaraderie among those who have to pee. You look at someone, you're like, You have to pee, I have to pee too. We have something in common, we know something about each other. That's nice. Also, I feel like every time I'm in a porta potty, there's a lot of toilet paper and it's super thin, which means you just like use a lot of it. Anyone? This is how I handle porta potties because the more toilet paper I'm using, and I know I just went on a rant about paper saving, <laughs> but the like <laughs> less gross I feel in a porta potty. Thoughts?
0: The social component is interesting because you're right. I don't think many of these bathrooms engender social bonding. I guess my main question is when you really got to go, is social bonding what you're looking for? Are you looking for a mm. quick painless experience. Generally speaking, I want my experience with a toilet to be neutral. I'm not looking for a good time. I'm not looking for a bad time. I'm looking for a quick, easy, painless time.
1: Yeah, I also view those other people in line as competition. (laughs) (laughs) They're what's stopping me from getting to where I need to be. Fair enough. To me,
2: having to pee at a music festival is like a moment of desperation and like, I like having people around me (laughs) to help me get through this moment.
1: A support system. Yeah, exactly. A community.
0: (laughs) All right, we need to move on from one one toilet to the next. (laughs) We're not straying too far. This is another toilet you could find at certain festivals and events. This is the poop portable. Not to be confused with the porta potty. The poop portable looks more like a portable that you would see at a local elementary school. Uh, it's fancy. It's usually got, like, a little set of mini stairs to walk up to a door sealed shut. You even got a full mirror in there with some decent lighting. Great for TikToks. Uh, yeah, the poop <laughs> portable. <laughs> <laughs> Have you noticed everyone in TikToks, they're always obsessed with their bathroom mirrors. Like, there's a whole genre of just zooming in on yourself, talking in a bathroom mirror. Like, that's some sort of, like, uh, it's more genuine. I-, I I don't know. I think it's because people like their reflected selves.
2: I've never seen one in a poop portable, though. <laughs> I mean, you might not have known that they were in one. Exactly. It's true, because it's a palatial estate. <laughs> Is it really called a poop portable, or did you just name it that?
0: Well, from my many years in the poop industry, I- no, Ali, I have no <laughs> idea what they're called. I'm sure there's a very technical <laughs> name.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> We had one of these at my elementary school because, like, they were doing construction or something. I don't know what. We had one of these at my elementary school for a few months. And everyone felt like a celebrity walking up those stairs to the Poop Portable. It was like, ooh, this is exciting. This is, like, so pristine. It was great.
2: Yeah, everything about the Poop Portable is a delightful surprise. Yeah.
0: Fuck this bathroom. Fuck this bathroom.
2: What? What? Let me explain
0: why. All right. It's pretentious, first of all. I don't even think that one needs justification. (laughs) It's clearly a pretentious (laughs) bathroom. But secondly, it's a less efficient version of the porta potty Generally speaking, if we're talking about trouble with lines, the poop portable is only going to exacerbate this problem because there will be less because they take up more room and they're more expensive to rent per capita, I'm guessing.
1: But the poop portable has multiple stalls. It has like
0: two, like two stalls. I don't remember.
1: But uh, no, it has like four at least. Okay, I'm thinking like, of like, like
0: a private poop trailer. I don't know if we're thinking of the same toilet. Yeah, situation. I'm thinking of
1: a trailer. Yeah, situation. it's a
0: trailer. And then there's like two doors and each is like a private restroom, like a porta potty. No,
1: no, no. Ours had, um, you walk up the stairs and there's a girls and a boys room. And inside each girls and boys room, there was like two stalls within each mm. and like a sink or two in there. It was like a normal bathroom, but portable version. The ones
0: I've normally counted are unisex, single stall. In this part, oh no, these were not single stall. Well, I guess I need to know which one are we arguing about because my thoughts may not apply from one to the other.
2: I think okay, I'm picturing the one at the silent disco in Rochester, New York. (laughs) (laughs) We've all been there, folks. Every year, (laughs) and it's like a trailer, and there's a girls and a boys one, and. You walk up steps, and then there's, like, two or three stalls and, like, a sink with a mirror.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. okay. So, Allie and I are on the same page.
0: Fine. I had a set of remarks prepared for a different toilet <laughs> that apparently we're not discussing, so I seed my opinions and points. Thank you for your time.
2: Excellent. <laughs> One other note about the Rochester Silent Disco Poop Portable is that everyone is wearing headphones, and you can still <laughs> hear the music in the Poop Portable, and it is lit- I love it. I don't think you can give the credit to that, though. To the poop portable. I mean, this, like, lit vibe wouldn't be happening if it was some nasty porta-potties. <laughs> I wouldn't want to bring the headphones in. And the poop portable, I'm like, listen to music. This bathroom's clean. I can wash my hands. Hell
1: yeah. That is true. Whether or not they're cleaner than a porta-potty, they do give an air of cleanliness that perhaps is worth it. Porta-potties are green. They're
2: dark green. That's like, (laughs) you just made something gross, grosser with a color. You could have picked any other color.
1: Or brown.
2: Yeah, they're like poop colored. (laughs) Poop portables are like white. They're very clean feeling. And we love that about them.
0: Getting the sense you want to put poop portable at number one.
2: Yeah, no shit. Pun intended.
0: (laughs) Wait a second. Where's Allie's groan, Michelle? You groaned at my stupid pun, but Allie gets a full-on chuckle. I see.
1: Mine this is, is, better. is this is trash. I'm not, I'm not making it up and just reacting how I see it. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Poop portable number one. Festival porta potty number two. We're moving on to our third out of seven. The beach bathroom.
1: Shall I paint a picture?
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, sure. Michelle, our our Californian. Please proceed.
1: Okay. You walk in. Concrete floor, concrete walls, high ceiling that's infested with birds.
2: (laughs) Oh god, this is way worse than I
1: was imagining.
0: Different experiences here.
1: (laughs) The floor is concrete but is covered with wet sand and. There are tiny those tiny metal sinks that you have to push the button while the water comes out. It, the water will not come out without someone holding the button for mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. And then the stalls themselves um, are typically made of cinder blocks, sometimes with metal doors, sometimes with no doors. You never know what you're going to get into. Often, no toilet paper, and the signature stainless steel metal toilet, which is a vibe. It is. Why are they like that? Not this? a vibe. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a good vibe. I'm just saying it's a distinct vibe.
0: Yeah, I'm not a fan of the beach bathroom. You just were out in like the hot, hot sun. And then you come into the bathroom and it's either freezing cold and you're like in a wet bathing suit. It's very uncomfortable or it's sort yeah, of always cold warm, like a swamp, like this weird humidity. <laughs> There's no in between. Bad. Very bad.
1: I also like, I always have the feeling when I enter one of the feeling of childhood of trying to like wriggle into my bathing suit, like while partially wet already or out of my bathing suit. I don't know. It's not good. I always also feel dirtier after leaving them. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, you feel dirty coming in, you feel dirty leaving. The whole situation (laughs) is just god
1: awful.
0: Yeah, the beach bathroom, I would say, number one bathroom where you would either enter with open-toed shoes or without shoes at all. And for some reason, your feet being involved in the bathroom situation is (laughs) disgusting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, I appreciate that they exist and that they're there for when we need them, but they only serve the bare minimum. Also, the ocean is your toilet. Why are mm-hmm. you even
2: entering a beach bathroom?
0: That's the other problem with them, right? Is the reason why they're trafficked is for a more destructive nature. <laughs> so everyone in there, you know what they're doing.
1: <laughs> or they're changing.
0: Oh, yeah. And that's the other problem, right? It's like you're using the stall to try to change. Well, the ne- two stalls next to you, people are like grunting. You know, it's, it's just it's awful.
1: Also, the like balance you try and do on top of your shoes, because you don't want to get your feet preemptively sandy while you're changing. It's a distinct memory.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's honestly, I know we're going a little off topics here, but that's the biggest flex of like having a beach house that's like oceanfront that you can just walk on and off. The changing situation and the bathroom situation, it's just heavenly. It removes so much stress from the whole experience.
2: Yeah. I'd probably do whatever it takes to avoid using a beach bathroom as much as possible. I would say
1: it's worse than a porta potty cuz there's sand involved.
2: <sighs> I <laughs> But agree. like
1: is the metal better than the plastic stinky seats of a porta potty? I don't know. Metal
2: really like retains the temperature around it. I feel like when you sit on metal you're like really touching the last person's butt. <laughs>
0: What I appreciate about porta potties, just to circle back for a second, is that for the most part, people are generally patient when you're in them because no one wants to stay in it. Like they know that whoever's in there is not having a good time and they want to <laughs> get out. Whereas something with the beach bathroom, you do get those people that show up, they knock on your door, you say, you know, wait a minute, whatever. And then you can see their feet as they just are like standing in the corner waiting and waiting. And there's this real pressure. And unlike the porta potty, you're not protected on all sides by walls, like this person y- you can see them and they can sort of see you because American stalls for whatever have little slits in them, which is a whole nother just disc- anyway, yeah, I want it last,
1: <laughs> Michelle, do you agree? yeah, i mean i I can't put that much of a fight for the beach bathroom
2: i we've had nothing nice to say about it, so. <laughs>
0: All right, well, we'll put this stinker at the bottom of our list and move
1: on to number four. <laughs> oh, I will just say that beach bathrooms are usually less stinky than a porta potty, but it still last.
2: Yet somehow they have a stinkier vibe.
0: Number four, the lobby bathroom. I don't remember where we landed on the lobby bathroom. In my view, the lobby bathroom is the sort of like, you know, you run into a random business hotel any sort of random building when you're having a city day and you know they just happen to have this bathroom that isn't that highly trafficked generally wheelchair accessible large generally unisex bathroom that's what i'm imagining is is, does that match your visions
1: yeah i kind of imagine like you're walking down the street you realize you really gotta go you see a hotel you run in that kind of situation yeah
2: to me i'm teetering between the guilt of using a bathroom that I'm not really mm-hmm. supposed to be using, and the excitement
1: of it all. <laughs> the thrill. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and I don't really know which direction to go in.
1: Okay, so also the thing with lolly bathrooms is not only are you not sure if you're supposed to be using them, but sometimes they're a little hidden. so it involves a bit of like a hunt, a chase. you're after your prey, or asking
2: someone, which is the worst. Oh. God. <laughs>
0: No, that's why I I like them. The feeling of like, you're in a secret little corner of the world that only you really know about. And you're like, how many people have sat here before me? Not that many.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I feel like everyone goes into the lobby looking for the bathroom. And they think they're like, oh, so cool. Like, I'm just gonna walk in confident. Like, I know where I'm going and just enjoy this beautiful bathroom because they are always super nice. But... Everyone knows what you're up to. The staff that works there knows that you're just a person off the street looking for the bathroom. Like, you're not that slick.
0: Okay, I'm not trying to be a secret agent. I'm trying to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Part of my joy with the lobby bathroom is, generally speaking, there aren't that many people seeking them out. Where with all these other bathrooms, there is some sort of anxiety. Am I taking someone else's place? Does someone else need to be using this bathroom more than I do right now? With the lobby bathroom, the pressure dial is turned down. I can relax and have a more productive and fruitful experience in the bathroom, actually shortening my time due to the lessening of anxiety.
1: Yeah, but with all the other bathrooms we've mentioned so far, those bathrooms are for me. They're designed for that moment where I am at whatever place and I need to go to the bathroom. The lobby bathroom, I am taking my claim on, even though it's not meant for me. It's meant for guests. So I feel like if I'm going to be anxious about something, it's the one where I'm not supposed to be there.
2: But the sick thrill, Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) Also, do we want to fault the lobby bathroom for being just like not around that much? I feel like the opportunity does not present itself often. And I don't know how many times I've used a lobby bathroom. Less than five.
1: Yeah, they are great when you can get to them. And like, usually are pretty good on the smell factor. Mm -hmm. But they're not everywhere you need them to be.
0: But isn't that some of your excitement and thrill, their <laughs> rarity, that you can hunch your prey as you so painted the picture?
2: This is true. I mean, like I said, less than five times. So like that fifth time, it's like, holy shit, I've I've done it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, as human beings, we crave novel and new experiences.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> if we're going to give the porta potty and food portable props on like being there when you need them lobby bathroom is often just not there when you need it and i need something that's more dependable
0: i say we put it above the porta potty but below poop portable
2: yeah that's definitely better than beach obviously i'm comfortable with that because poop portable like they're clean and nice just like the lobby bathroom but you have lower expectations for them which just like makes Mm -hmm. it even more hype i agree with this assessment
0: all right, so that slots it in at number two, above the porta potty and below the poop portable, with Beach still sitting at number four. We're going to move on to our fifth of seventh bathrooms. This is a chain bathroom. So we're talking any sort of uh, chain stores, realtors, a very generic, common bathroom across our great land.
1: So, like, what comes to mind for me is the Starbucks bathroom, especially after the whole Starbucks bathroom debacle.
0: Mm. Mm. The what? Starbucks bathrooms, honestly, they got lucky because there's been a lot of horrible shit that's happened in this country in terms of race in the past two years. And Allie's not able to remember the Starbucks bathroom situation. I feel like (laughs) it's a real credit to how bad things have been.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say there's a lot of other shit going on.
1: This is ringing a bell. Basically, they called the police on some completely innocent black kids which obviously enraged people because there was no need for them to kick out random people who are loitering Starbucks when we all loiter in Starbucks. Yeah, and then they
2: closed all the Starbucks for a day to do Mm -hmm. like sensitivity training. I recall this.
1: And then they said, we're done. We did it. But they did change the fact that there's no longer key code access to the Starbucks bathroom. Mm -hmm. They are all open to everyone. Everyone is allowed to just walk in and use the Starbucks bathroom. They do not have to buy something.
0: And because of that very real, very unfortunate struggle that had to occur, it does increase the value of your chain bathroom because there's now just a blanket rule that you can loiter in Starbucks and you don't have to feel bad about it. That takes the pressure off.
2: I've never felt bad about using a Starbucks bathroom (laughs) when I wasn't buying anything. That's what Starbucks is there for.
0: God, I always feel like a sneaky little thief when you're like on a road trip. You're like, I haven't seen a state-sponsored restroom, which was kicked off of this list. (laughs) I haven't seen a state-sponsored restroom (laughs) and I got to stop somewhere. And then like you pull into a Starbucks and there's like, you know, four employees. And I'm like, this is their job. Like this is their livelihood. And I'm just here to mess up a toilet that they have to clean. And I'm not even going to... Give some money that funds their salaries, their lives. I feel incredibly guilty.
2: Okay, we have very different experiences because when I'm using a Starbucks bathroom, first of all, where are your road trips where there's just like Starbucks on the like highway? I'm using the Starbucks bathroom in New York City. There's already a long line. Like everyone is doing this. It is a common, generally accepted thing to do.
1: Starbucks bathrooms are also a favorite among runners. If you're on a run and you see a Starbucks, primo, primo bathroom stop. Cannot relate.
0: (laughs) See, I always had run. I would run 10, 13 miles back in the day. And on my running route, there was a McDonald's. And there were so many times I wanted to stop there. But I never did because I felt too guilty because I would not be able to purchase anything. Real problem for me. Real problem. Because it's
2: not a Starbucks. That's true. Thank you so much for bringing up McDonald's, actually, because when I am on a road trip and I have to pee, I will only stop at McDonald's. I know exactly what to expect. McDonald's is my safe bathroom stop. If I have to pee so bad and I'm driving and there's like a Dunkin' Donuts coming up, I'll wait for the next stop because I (laughs) I feel very comfortable in a McDonald's rest stop bathroom. Do you guys have your, like, one place that you prefer to stop at?
1: Yeah, Sheets. Sheets the pizza place? No. She- it's often connected to- Sheets the gas station chain. I think it's a pizza place that's connected to a gas station chain. I think they're one in the same.
0: Whatever it is, they have some of the largest and cleanest bathroom facilities across our great land. You can ask anyone. Ask my mother. She will vouch for Sheets. They are better than Wawa. Sorry.
2: Yeah, yeah. I didn't grow up near Sheets or Wawa,
1: so I'm not going to get into this (laughs) with you. (laughs) You asked. We can talk about gas station bathrooms in a second, but first we need to place the chain bathroom. Okay.
0: Before we place the chain bathroom, I have to ask, have we been thinking about this equation all wrong? All right. Follow me on this one.
2: Oh, God. (laughs)
0: <laughs> fast fast food places like Starbucks as Americans we've been constantly told that we're horrible terrible people for spending our money here we just want to be obese or lazy or aren't able to save the chain bathroom gives us that excuse where it's like oh i really need to use the bathroom i can't use it unless i buy something oops i have to buy these fries otherwise i'm a bad person oh no it gives us that out to buy that chain food without beating ourselves up with the guilt that you know america has foisted on us anytime we frequent these places So for that reason, I think the chain bathroom should be higher because it lets me buy McDonald's fries.
1: I don't feel bad about going into McDonald's and not buying something and using the bathroom because they're one of the biggest companies in the world. And I think it's okay.
2: I also don't feel bad about buying McDonald's without going to the bathroom. (laughs) Sorry, Kyle.
1: Listen,
0: it it was drilled into us (laughs) since we were kids that like if you eat fast food, you're obese and you don't care about yourself or your future children. Like, they hammered this message home. They made us watch that, what was a super size me documentary where the dude force-feeds himself till he vomits in health class. Like, look at what you're doing to yourselves. Like, look at the damage you're wreaking on your bodies. Like, it was ridiculous. <laughs> so I'm sorry if I need a little bit of an excuse to get me in the door. They brainwashed me. Uh, and you can't just shake that all off.
1: What's your go-to poop snack at a McDonald's?
0: A medium fry. Okay. Just all...
1: a medium fry?
0: Yeah, because generally speaking, when I'm using these restrooms, it's like it's like 3.30 or 10.30 a.m. Like, I'm in between meals. I don't need to eat. But ooh, I'm gonna get myself a fry.
2: <laughs> if you're eating fries, you also need a burger. I recognize that we're going off track here, but...
0: <laughs> McDonald's burgers are garbage. Anyway, let's rank this bathroom.
2: <gasps> We'll get into this another episode. Chicken selects
0: <laughs> all the way. All right. Chain bathroom.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, those are good to you.
0: <laughs> I want to put chain bathroom. I'd like to put it above poop portable. I think it's the most available, the most dependable, and it comes with food.
2: Okay. When you're using a chain bathroom, you're also usually alone. Like, I feel like I'm usually alone. And with the poop portable, I'm like with friends. <laughs> Like, I just have very positive memories of poop portables. My memories of chain bathrooms are like, I'm alone. I'm fucking stressed out. I have to be
1: (laughs) very stressed. Yeah, I feel like it's a number two. It's very good. I don't know. The poop portal just has like the best of every world. It can be plopped down in whatever festival you want it to be, in in any elementary school you want it to be. But it's like luxurious and fun, exciting. Yeah, it's pretentious. Oh my God. (laughs) You can't just call everything you don't want to be number one that we like pretentious.
0: (laughs) I I don't. I've only called this one bathroom pretentious and you've latched on to it. I'm just (laughs) calling it like I see it. There's one bathroom generally available to all Americans that also allows you to enjoy some of your favorite treats that I'm trying to push for for number one. And you're saying, no, no, no. I like these special... Elevated bathrooms that are only available at certain festivals that generally are highly priced tickets because we're not doing regular porta-potties. We're doing the poop portable.
2: Silent Disco is only like $20.
0: Allie, do you have any more details for this event in Rochester, New York? (laughs) Any driving
1: instructions? (laughs) Okay. Any sponsorship opportunities? (laughs) (laughs) Um...
2: You've been outvoted, Kyle, so it's going number two, pun intended.
0: Stop (laughs) laughing, Michelle.
1: (laughs) What a disaster! All
0: right, we're slotting it in at number two, and there's only two more opportunities to make a number two decision as we move into our last two bathrooms. (laughs) I feel like that, you know what? This is a to- this is a this is a toxic dynamic. This is toxic.
1: Almost as toxic as the fumes coming out of the gas station a- bathroom. No, that was
0: definitely a boo. There's no way that was an A. <laughs> yeah, alright. Gas station bathrooms are next bathroom. As I previously you know, I jumped ahead a bit. Sheets. Incredible bathrooms. But we can't not take into account random unaffiliated bathroom that you stop at on your you know mid-country trip that looks like it hasn't been cleaned in 10 years there's just rolls of toilet paper sopping wet on the ground uh the mirror is sort of busted maybe has some graffiti over it the sink sort of works there's generally no soap terrible experience so it's a wide variety here
2: i would also add that you generally feel like you're gonna get murdered in one of these bathrooms
1: which is also a (laughs) downfall I'm thinking, like, these are the ones where you do have to buy something before (laughs) you can use the bathroom. I don't know about that. Wait, what? (laughs) Well, I'm thinking of the ones where you have to ask the cashier for a key that's attached to some giant wooden paddle or something that you know everyone else has touched, and you have to take that, walk outside of the building Mm -hmm. to the bathroom that is just an add-on room or kind of an outhouse that you go into that you really feel like you might get killed in. Okay, but it's
2: assumed you're buying gas.
1: Mm, Interesting. (laughs) Fair. You still have to go talk to the cashier. I feel like this is below Beach Bathroom. Last. Because not only it is it the same kind of like, I feel like I am getting dirtier by going into this bathroom, but also like I might be killed or like something else happened to me while I'm here.
2: Also, like sometimes I don't even, the lights don't even work. Yeah. Like I had this happened to me once where I was using my phone as a flashlight in that bathroom. Oh God, awful.
0: Yeah. in a quantity o- over quality debate yeah, a lot of quantity, but the quality has slipped so low that we really need to take a step back and re-examine what we're doing with these bathrooms. Last place.
2: Dead last. Yes.
0: Last bathroom. Seven out of seven. Here we go. I don't know why this is included. It's not a bathroom that people use. It's a ma- Last
1: but not least.
0: <laughs> it's a mythical bathroom that I don't think most people have even heard of. I think for the most part, only employees can access it. um it's a bathroom with very limited utility as you could pretty much only use it directly upon entering the store due to the fact that you'd be carrying merchandise it's a grocery store bathroom anyone want to defend the grocery store bathroom
1: we all know michelle wants to defend the grocery store bathroom so i'm gonna go ahead and do it because i've used the grocery store bathroom many times Because, as Kyle and Allie both know, I am a browser. It takes me a long time to shop for anything. Like, any grocery store trip takes me over an hour. And sometimes, I have to go to the bathroom in that time. In which case, I park my cart in the little hallway by the bathroom where you're supposed to park it. I go, and I use the bathroom, I wash my hands, and I come back and I continue my grocery store trip. It's not glamorous, but it's what has to happen. It doesn't There's so though. So many
2: things about this that are insane.
1: <laughs> okay, number 1.
2: Don't you have certain groceries that you like that you just get every time and you know where they are? Like, okay, I've seen you pick out between two different kinds of lotion and it did take like 45 minutes. But like <laughs> if you're picking out two different types of beans, you know which beans you like? Why does it take you so long to grocery shop that you have to pee? Also, pee before
1: you go then. I do pee before I go, and I still need to pee while I'm there. I think you need to see a doctor. Not all the time, but sometimes. <laughs> and don't. I wish I knew why it took me so long to grocery shop. I make a list before I go in the order I am going to go around the store because I am tired of how long it takes me to go grocery shopping. It really bothers me. And I will be sweating by the end of it, by how stressed I am and how fast I'm trying to go. And it still takes me over an hour every time. I don't know. I think you need to talk to a professional about
2: this.
0: Yeah, let's (laughs) zoom out a second for Michelle's life. All right. Clearly, Michelle is in a minority. (laughs) There is a group of individuals that suffer from severe indecision, such as Michelle, and also those who have (laughs) medical needs to frequently use the toilet. For those reasons, yes. Such as Michelle? (laughs) it's great it's great that grocery stores have bathrooms like i am happy for the people that need them that they are there the general public will never see this bathroom the general public will never interact with this bathroom the general public does not need this all right maybe if you have small children sure they can sort of wander around the store and find it like it's narnia or something but like for the most part
1: that is fun Talk about a hunt for a bathroom.
0: (laughs) For the most part, people don't need this. The only grocery stores that need bathrooms for the general public are places like Wegmans that have a hot bar that assume that you'll be sitting down and potentially eating a meal. In that case, you need to have an easily accessible bathroom, which is why at a place like Wegmans, they are easily located at the front of the store, Mm -hmm. unlike Mm -hmm. others that shamefully hide them in the back where clearly they're meant mostly for the employees.
2: Michelle, do you like Wegmans more because the bathroom is so easily findable, or is the hunt fun for you?
1: No, no, I like when they're easily accessible. Wegmans is a little awkwardly right after, like, it's on the exiting side of the checkout. So it's mm-hmm. a little awkward to use while you're shopping, but it's good for like right after you check out or before you start your grocery adventure. The other thing about Wegmans bathrooms is Wegmans bathrooms and the Rochester airport bathrooms are the only bathrooms in the city of Rochester that I have seen that give you toilet seat covers. Wait a second. Are we,
0: are we going to get into the whole toilet seat cover discussion? We have avoided it up I'm until just saying, now.
2: You've never seen toilet seat covers Anywhere other than the Wegman's bathroom and the Rochester Airport, correct. In Rochester, it was bizarre to me, but notable. I feel like further research needs to be done on this topic.
0: All right, Allie, where do we want to put this thing? I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking below porta potty, above beach. I think that's a good spot for it. Beach is generally unpleasant. Grocery, it exists. Sort of neutral, and then porta potties actually serve a function for society. So that's why I think it should go right above beach.
1: Yeah. As you established, Kyle, grocery store bathrooms also serve a service to society.
0: A limited subsection of society, a small percentage. People can live and die without even thinking about a grocery store bathroom existing. You cannot say the same thing for a porta potty.
1: Not people with small children. And those grocery store bathrooms always have changing tables. Whatever. It's potty It doesn't. There are no
0: parents here and their perspective will not be considered. <laughs>
2: uh, I've never been inside a grocery store uh, bathroom except for, okay, I just want to bring this up really quickly because I have, like, major beef about this. In CVS, where there's a minute clinic where sometimes they ask you to, like, pee into a cup, I've had to go in the back To, like, the, like, warehouse bathroom to pee in the cup to check to see if I had a UTI. And I think it's insane that they don't have a public bathroom in a CVS
1: with a Minute Clinic. I agree. Thank you. Yeah. Like, don't even get me started on the fact that CVS doesn't have public bathrooms. When I'm there trying to figure out my lotion for 40 minutes and I can't (laughs) go to the bathroom. It it grinds my gears. Not
2: to, like, invalidate you, but my thing is worse. (laughs)
0: Grocery above beach, below porta potty. Yeah. All right. That's done. done. Sorry, Michelle, not sorry. All right. Our official list last place, gas station bathrooms, then beach bathroom, then grocery store, then porta potty. Number three, lobby bathroom. Number two, chain bathroom. And number one, the poop portable. I'm going to make one last pitch here. I do not think the pretentious poop portable should be representative of the entire discussion we had today. The chain bathroom is the bathroom of the people. It enables democracy. We should move the chain bathroom up to number one.
2: When you were reading this list, my first thought after you finished was, I'm so glad we ended up with Poop Portable as number one. I feel so, like, solid about that. So, no. (laughs) Fine. I heard your argument, and i have It's done. It's over. I mean, Michelle, you can, like give your opinion no no but... i i'm
1: with you i'm just thinking about how i can turn the grocery store bathroom into the bathroom of the people but i'm willing to sacrifice grocery store bathroom to keep shade bathroom down as well the bathroom of the people has to be a bathroom that people know
2: exists you can't make that argument
0: <laughs> all right we got some quibbles we got some disagreements but this list is done <laughs> it is settled it is sealed poop portable is number 1 and we'll be moving on to our champions list Congratulations to you, pretentious bathroom.
2: I feel like we should do a ranking of which ranking episodes we did that came closest to ruining our friendship.
0: <laughs> this podcast is already too meta, I think for the audience. I think we got to wait a little bit of time before we "Throw like, it out there. How into our dynamic are you, you know? <laughs> uh, all right. Ranking So the next section on this pod and every pod is our listener feedback section. You can send in feedback at your three big toes. That's Y-O-U-R and the number three on Instagram, Twitter, and we also have a Gmail account. So shoot us messages there regarding what you felt about this episode. And we also post content that you can interact with to rank future episodes lists. And then we'll read those rankings right here.
1: Hey. I'm still thinking about how we've made the poop portable the ultimate throne. Ah!
0: Boo. All right. Thank you. I
1: don't even get it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the porcelain throne. Except oh. it's not even porcelain. So who cares?
1: It's a portable throne. Hey. We love a portable throne.
0: <laughs> We're going to move into our next section on this pod. This is our call to action. This podcast is purely apolitical and done just for silly goofs talking about uh nonsense including poop so we like to shout out a cause or uh something you can donate your time to each and every week so this week it's my turn and in the spirit of portability i'd like to shout out meals (laughs) on wheels (laughs)
1: associate for meals on wheels with what we've done here today
0: (laughs) i think associating them with positive vibes is only a good thing so meals on wheels is a service that does receive local state and federal funding but you can still donate it to it personally yourself it helps seniors get meals who are you know uh, what they use some terminology but you know they're low income and COVID 19 has been a really difficult time people are really really isolated and that means that people that are going hungry are having even less contact with individuals in their community. So it's more important than ever to ensure that everyone is being properly taken care of. So donate some money or some of your time. You can volunteer on their website. That is Meals on Wheels.
1: Awesome. Love it.
0: Yeah, so we hope you've enjoyed learning almost absolutely nothing. Till next time.
1: You drink a big toes. Woo! Boo. Boo. Oh. Boo! You're booing yourself too!
0: Uh, Sometimes I don't even think either of you know how to poop.